Yo, welcome to the Return to Play podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Navarra. And with me, as always, is Mr. Danny, who just got back from Vegas. How was the Sin City? Good time. It was a very good time. We started out in Phoenix, and then on the way to Nevada, stopped by the Grand Canyon and the Hoover Dam. Both both great experiences. Got to Vegas for the weekend, and uh, it was good. It was a good time. Our our sports bets were not the greatest. We both went one and two in our picks, but uh, so there's a group of four of us that went. And everyone, all of us left positive, which was awesome. I came home with $216 more than I went with, uh, mostly on uh, blackjack and roulette. My sports betting, I was down a unit. Um, but my, my boys crushed it. So my dude, my buddy Wiggs, who was our guest picker, he, he does travel nursing. So he's, you know, making, making loads of money right now. And his twin brother, Chuck, worked, he worked in mobile concessions for a while. And actually, he has a a candy store that he runs in in uh Phoenix right now. And so they're both, you know, making more money than the Pope. They were throwing money around and, and both crushing it, which was a good time. Wiggs actually, despite going one and two in his picks on the podcast, he put a grand down on Utah and they blitzed Oregon, which was dope. Um not sure why he didn't make that one of his podcast's picks, but you live and you learn. The best story, the best story of the whole weekend, though, is is our dude Tanner, who, who, uh, he works for Chuck. He's from he's from our hometown, but he he works with the with the mobile concession business, and uh, he just kind of was went along for the ride, wasn't even planning on gambling, and actually, uh, with out of a hundred dollars turned that into six grand at one point. It was the most (laughs) incredible, like the stupidest Vegas story that you could ever, like no one would ever believe it, but just playing roulette and just throwing a hundred at a time on red and black. It was like, he was doing it at a 90% clip. Like it was stupid. And then, uh, got up a couple thousand dude puts a hundred dollars on black eight hits. 3,600 wow. 3, pay. It was unbelievable. So at one point he was up six grand, but that was down to about four grand by the time he left. But, but you go to Vegas with a hundred bucks and leave with four grand. That's a good, that's a good weekend. Uh, so it was a good yeah. time. I, uh, I, I won 200 bucks and I was the loser of the group. So it was Vegas. Vegas was a good time from the, from the table games perspective, at least we, we all went one and two in the picks. So sports betting has, has had better days. Sorry. Sorry. Wigs let you down as our guest picker, but, that's my guy. He came through on the challenge. Challenge video was hilarious. He did. We'll we'll have to uh, actually release that at you know some point. Um, you know we haven't done shit in weeks for that. Um, but I'm glad to hear you had a good time. Hey, when and you when you hit your lock, you don't have to do the challenges. So that that's on you guys. Actually, right, I, st- I need. Right. I still need to get waterboarded. Yeah, and I. I've only won three all year, so I have quite quite a list. Um, all right, so I think it is Thanksgiving weekend. Everyone probably has a long weekend. I don't um, be working in healthcare, you know. Uh, I don't have the whole. I have Thursday off, and then I have to make that up by working Saturday, because God forbid they lose a day of units 
but that's neither here nor there and i'm i'm should be thankful instead of complaining which is my usual mode so i am thankful that you know i have a job and making money and roof over my head and all that stuff and my picture my my football season is going fairly well so i hope that continues and good fortune to all of you all right let's get into it all right let's get into this nfl injury news for your sunday slate to cap up your turkey day weekend again hope everyone had a good turkey day and you know who probably isn't going to have a great turkey day is zach wilson or joe flacco because they both play for the jets but zach wilson's Zach Wilson is back, and hopefully he can throw some picks to get me over my 13-and-a-half interception pick. I think uh, I'm in in good good odds still for him to do such a thing because their defense fucking stinks, so he's going to have to be throwing the ball a lot, as I predicted at the beginning of the season, but who's who's counting their takes? Um, Yeah, what do you got on the Jets here? Yeah, so Zach Wilson coming back off of that knee injury being thrust back in potentially too early uh mike white tested positive for covid and joe flaccid was deemed a close contact so they are both out for for the thanksgiving day game um so zach wilson being rushed back into it probably not the best thing for your rookie quarterback but they don't have much choice doesn't doesn't fare well for the jest yeah they, I don't know why they picked up Joe Flacco. Um, moving on to another miserable, sad franchise, the Bears. Justin Fields is out with apparently bruised ribs. Um, I would be willing to bet it's actually um, like a sprained cartilage. The intercostal cartilage is probably um, uh, torn a little bit in there if the x-rays were negative so you know with that cartilage takes a little bit longer to heal i'm sure they'll get the rib guards on him i would say he should be back for next week that would give him a full two and a half three weeks off uh but we'll see and what do you got on the bears andy dalton starting on thanksgiving um but like you said i think justin fields will be back the week after um, if he's in, if he's still in pain, I, I hope they just sit him out. They're going to get him killed. He's just getting smoked out there, and the Bears are awful, not playing for anything. Got to so. develop him. Yeah, well, or, or undevelop him. But, yeah, he'll probably be back the week after. Uh, the r- rumor today, uh, Tuesday, was is Matt Nagy was letting – notified ahead of time that he was going to be fired on Friday, <laughs> the day after on Black Friday. So uh, I don't think that's true. Why would you tell the coach, hey, uh, win or lose, your your ass is grass on Friday. Happy fucking Thanksgiving. Uh, I don't think the Bears would, would do that. Uh, but that is a funny rumor. And yeah, they're they're atrocious. I might I probably won't watch most of that noon game. I'll I'll play Halo instead. Uh, Lamar is scratch. I'll have that game on in the background while I play Halo, just to clarify. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he was sick, but not with COVID. He's been kind of sick 
on and off all year. And I think this winter in general, I think there are going to be a little, there's going to be a little bit more uptick of other sicknesses and viruses going around. Um, I would suggest you get a flu shot as well, but we were all indoors last winter and that shit is going to cultivate. And um, I think, I think attack this winter here. So maybe not COVID, but other shit. Would, would you got anything about the Ravens? They're, they're starting to look, winter in winter form i got nothing nothing on baltimore they keep escaping and it's pissing me off could easily be two and eight and they're gonna run away with the division here once we all beat up on each other sure but i they they are not a super bowl team so at the end of the day i guess it's it is what it is if they win the division but i i w- will bet against them in the playoffs that's that's a fact um Adam Troutman Saints uh offense is now uh deplete they have that weird contract now with um Taysom Hill if he plays quarterback he gets like x more millions tens of millions of dollars um but what if he only plays quarterback for like 3 games I don't know that's weird that's a weird situation going on the Saints are definitely trending down uh, oh, and it was an MCL injury. So he sh- he should be back in four to six weeks for the last game of the season, I guess. Uh, last couple games. So maybe if they're in the playoff hunt, but uh, what do you a- anything on the Saints? Yeah, it's tough news for the Saints, especially on a short week. You're probably not getting Kamara back yet either. It's tough. We're recording this on a Tuesday, so we don't know yet who's practicing on Wednesday. Um. But on on a short week, I don't know if Kamara plays on Thanksgiving either. They're playing Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, Saints? Sunday yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. So wait, Sunday night or Thursday oh, night? My bad. It's th- Thursday okay. night, but NBC's doing the game, so in my yeah, head. Yeah, right. I got you. Yeah. So t- just the Saints have a backup at every position on offense. It's it's honestly unbelievable. Yeah, they're they they do have depth, but. One, now that they're into their depth, they're running thin, um, and they're on a short week after getting beat up by the Eagles. So I'm we'll, saying we'll they, I'm saying they, I'm not saying they have like good backups. I'm saying all their backups are playing. Like quarterbacks mm-hmm. hurt, running backs hurt, mm-hmm. wide receivers are out, tight ends out now. I don't yeah. know about their line, but they literally every every skill player is hurt right now that starts. Yeah, no Michael they're, Thomas, they're no sinking, Kamara. Yeah, sinking ship. Famous Jameis was hurt. Taysom <laughs> Hill was even hurt, banged up with a concussion. Right. Uh, back to the stinking Jets. Michael Carter, uh, which is tough because Michael Carter's actually been playing pretty good. Uh, Low-grade ankle, high ankle sprain, which are usually pretty tough. Those usually linger on um, and, and tend to make other areas of that foot-ankle complex weaker. Uh, so, you know, uh, I would say at least, at least two weeks. Um, and I think week two, so next week after this is, he's probably questionable. If he doesn't play in two weeks, I definitely think he plays in three weeks. Again, what's it matter to the season? Why, why trot this guy back out here? Uh, you know, he's, he can produce for you. So, you know, if I was the Jets, I'd probably want to have him nice and healthy for, next year <laughs> and they can tank for alignment or whatever uh anything else on that yeah i do want to touch on 
the so I'm gonna get into the the medical aspect of the podcast here and explain oh, the difference. Explain the difference of when people hear the term high ankle sprain, they generally assume it means like a bad ankle sprain, but that's not the case. There there are two different kinds of ankle sprains. Your typical ankle sprain, your common ankle sprain, is when the foot inverts and you have the the sprain on the lateral or outside portion of that foot and ankle. Um, usually, you know, you step on someone's foot and the ter- foot turns in. A high ankle sprain is the opposite. It's usually when the foot gets caught on the ground and everts. Um, so tw- the foot twists out to the outside. And you and you, the reason it's called a high ankle sprain is because the damage is generally higher on the ankle up the shin area where, you ha- where your uh, leg bones connect. You get damage to the interosseous membrane. So when people hear high ankle sprain, they mean they think it means a severe ankle sprain, but that's not the case. That j- it just happen- It just matters where on the ankle. So this is a low grade high ankle sprain, which means, like Steve said, he'll probably miss a couple weeks, as opposed to your more severe high ankle sprain, which will sideline you for months and put you in a boot. Shit, I was on mute. Uh, I was going to say, I don't, I don't know what his boot status is, but um, I would imagine he was immobilized for at least a couple days here. But yeah, I think you definitely get him out of the boot rather quickly to work on that mobilization and getting that blood flow back to that area. Uh, up next, the Titans, who freaking blew up my two of my parlays or teasers or whatever they they were the one landmine i fell on it was gross uh, aj brown he's got he he got his chest shit on too and uh but his ne- x-rays are negative so far so hopefully it's just kind of that same thing they could put some rib pads on but it's tough to tough to have contact at wide receiver position with those ribs you're, you're landing on them diving out for balls and you're definitely getting hit in that midsection a lot we got on aj um testing negative thus far i i I wouldn't be surprised if he plays this week especially with as banged up as they are they kind of need need their weapons out there or what the weapons they have remaining no julio um Tannehill looked awful so they really need A.J. Brown, so I, I would imagine he tries to play. Keep an eye on his practice status as the week goes on. And the next week we have Packers offensive lineman Elg- Elgton Jack. You you do this one. I, I think it's just Elton, but there's a G in there for some reason. But yeah, it's like Elgton. It's spelled Elgton, but I think it's just Elton Jen- Jenkins. Uh, Packers O-line already depleted. They, re- they need to get David Bakhtiari back. Um, Definitely isn't isn't a good good uh, news for the Packers offense. That's a little banged up right now. Yeah, that's uh, especially against this Rams team, who's usually susceptible to the run. And and now that's tough because you got your backup running back, and now you're down. Uh, what did he play guard? I'm not sure. Uh, I think he might be the other tackle. Hang on. Oh no, he is the guard. He plays guard. Yeah, you're right. That was a total guess. <laughs> um, it's he just sounded like a guard. Uh, yeah. So that's that's tough for their run game. So Rams are plus one this weekend at Packers. Uh, I think that that could be a little bit closer game because Packers might have a struggle r- running the ball. 
Next, we have a special Thanksgiving edition of heating pad or ice pack, and we're going to do the Thanksgiving side dishes for this segment. Uh, Thanksgiving is one of my favorite meals of the year, as I'm sure it is most people's. I like to do Thanksgiving uh, once more throughout the year, usually in the springtime, sometime uh, that May, June, while it's still a little cool. Um, I'll fucking have, I like to have two Thanksgivings a year. Uh, why just have one a year? That's, uh, you know, like your birthday. Would you, you could have two birthdays a year. Would you take that? I I think so. I don't know why more people don't do turkey and, and all these sides, you know, more than once a year. I digress. Let's get into heating pad or ice pack. First on the list is stuffing. Now we're going to, I'm going to have to specify and say heating pad on stuffing that's made inside the turkey or dressing rather and stuffing out of the pan. I will still eat and enjoy, but um, I'd, I'd prefer the in the bird method. So ice pack on pan made stuffing. What what say you? I never been a stuffing guy, stuffing dressing, whatever you want to call it. Huge ice pack here, and I know that's kind of crazy to some people, but I I am not a stuffing guy. Yeah, uh, mashed potatoes. Oh yeah, Jimmy, what do you got? <laughs> I mean, you can't just pass. You can't just pass me yeah, up. Yeah, you're on right. The heating pad, ice pack of food. <laughs> You know, I, I never really thought of it the way you put it, but I kind of fall in line uh, with your under your thought there. The in the bird is definitely better. Um, you know, it better be homemade. Better not be any of that Stover's bullshit you bring into my table on Thanksgiving. But generally, I'm I'm heating pad stuffing on the plate. Yeah, an opposite for me on mashed potatoes. I could do without them. I, you know, I'll put a scoop on there. It depends if we have gravy or not. If we have gravy, obviously, that's going to make things better. But I never go – I've recently, I've never gone back for seconds on mashed potatoes. I'd rather have seconds of other things. Uh, what, what do you guys got? Generally, a, a potato guy, so I'll say a heating pad. Uh, my grandpa used to make – the best mashed potatoes in the world. Me and my me and my cousin were just talking about this the other week watching the Steelers. So Thanksgiving potatoes are always usually a, a pretty big letdown for me. But overall, I'm a, I'm a potato guy. Miss my grandpa's potatoes though. Yeah, I'm going heating pad on this. Uh, the mashed potato is the glue of the Thanksgiving plate. You know, you can, help, you can help mix all your little leftovers from everything else, you know, get a little stuffing in there, maybe a little cream corn, you know, bring it all together, maybe a green bean for a nice little bite. It's, it's a necessity. Brings everything together at the end of the plate. Uh Jimmy's never I've never heard Jimmy speak over over the computer with so much enthusiasm in my life. And I've played a lot. I mean, I don't know shit about injury, so I just sit or gambling. So I just sit back, you know. I I pick make my picks. I don't know shit about them, but Thanksgiving meal. Uh, know, that's yeah. all I know. <laughs> I yeah, had years of this. <laughs> uh Jimmy Jimmy's family, uh makes some bomb ass spreads and and uh group 
or large gathering uh, meals. Um, very, very good stuff usually. Uh, on the other end of the potato spectrum is what I prefer, and that is scalloped potatoes, especially with the cheddar cheese baked on top. Scalloped potatoes, freaking slaps. Uh, m- much more preferred to me over mashed potatoes, heating pad all day. Uh, what, what do you got on anything on scalloped potatoes? I prefer my potatoes in the mashed form, so I'm a, I'm an ice mm-hmm. pack here, just just based mm-hmm. off of the comparison. Yeah, I'm with Danny. Uh, on Thanksgiving Day, uh, I'm not messing with scalloped potatoes. I mean, Fairy. they're all they're all right throughout the year, but there's no room on my plate on Thanksgiving. They gotta have the the, the cheese on top for sure. And I don't know my my aunt makes some slap and scal- uh, cheese scalloped potatoes. Teresa's gonna attempt to do it this year. We'll see how it goes. Um, and next is uh, green bean casserole. If there are any green bean casserole competitions out there in the country, let me know because I will enter that and I will win the fucking green bean casserole competition. My green bean casserole is A1. It's prime. It's alpha. You can't fuck with my green bean casserole. And um, obviously heating pad. I'm the green bean casserole and tight end guru. I'm a huge heating pad here as well, so I'll have to try it someday. The uh, the green bean green bean casserole guru. I'm gonna hold you to that. Man, yeah, I did. Okay. Oh, go ahead. I was uh, gonna say I didn't learn I didn't learn how to make that, or I mean I didn't like try to make it good until kind of after Akron days. Otherwise, I that's so it's so easy to make. We could have I could have made it whenever. I'm uh, go, go ice pack on the green bean casserole uh i would much rather have a um like just a fresh green bean on the side of the plate as opposed to the casserole i just i've never been a fan of the green bean casserole i'm ice packing it ain't no room on my plate well uh we'll have to one day we'll have to get together and actually (laughs) record this live and i'll make green bean casserole for that uh for that day Next, I don't think anyone is going to have heating pad for this. That's the sliced cranberry out of the can or even the cranberry relish. Whoa, 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 whoa. Fuck cranberry. Fuck cranberry. I'll let you guys finish, but whoa. I'm finished. You know, it's apparent what my stance is. I, it's a Thanksgiving, you know, it's your traditional Thanksgiving mainstay. It's just always there for some reason. So I always try it thinking, you know, it's a fruit, it'll be good. And it's, it sucks. I, I always try it and I never am like, I always, I'm always like, why did I put this on my plate? Um, so I'm an ice pack here. Unless there's, unless there's vodka in a liquid cranberry form. I'm, I don't, I'm not a big cranberry guy. But heat pad, the cranberry sliced or relish. Yeah. It is, it is like the, uh, you know, little, the little thing of pink ginger they give you on the side of a sushi plate like also it's just worthless. like no 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 it's not that that is necessary uh, necess- uh can't fucking speak i mean flustered right now it is much needed it's just a you don't need much of it it's just like a little uh breaks up all the like fat and heavy gravy and bread and it's just something nice uh sweet refreshing to give you a little break you got a heat pad, the cranberry. I'm not here for the slander. 
Well, my my preference of a sweet uh, side is the yams or sweet potato casserole. Obviously, it hits a little better with the marshmallows toasted on top, but I'll take it either way. Uh, definitely heating pad for the yams. Never been a big sweet potato guy, really, so I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big ice pack here. Mm. Man, at this rate, my plate's got to be fucking huge because I'm definitely heat padding the uh, yams and sweet potato casserole. Uh, if there's both up there, I'm taking a little bit of both. Uh, I prefer the, probably prefer the sweet potato casserole over the yams just because I like the uh, little crunchy te- texture over the top of the sweet potato casserole, but I'm fucking with both of them. Yeah, this last one here, everyone fucks with is mac and cheese. Um, kind of a racial divide in this country of who's having mac and cheese on their Thanksgiving table or not. But I think it is catching on more and more with um, with everybody. And I think it's something that, you know, should be included in um, a staple. It should be included as a staple of the Thanksgiving uh meal around the country you don't see it as much i think you know it would it would help mend some racial divide in our country if we could just accept that mac and cheese is a a1 it is a top top dog uh thanksgiving side dish eating pad for sure but it's got to be baked and it's i would prefer the little crumbles on top um but at least a layer of cheese on top that can be baked to to seal all that shit in um what do you guys got? I have no clue what the fuck you're talking about <laughs> with, with the whole racial thing. I don't know. I'm missing the... Are you saying it's like a, a white people thing or something? It's, it is a black people thing to have mac and cheese on oh, the Thanksgiving I, I, okay, I guess if, I've never been if to If Rashawn would game. actually ever be a fucking part of this show, it would, he could have... Uh, it would have been a perfect hey, uh, opportunity for him. Unless to, you're uh, Matt Judon. That's well, hilarious. Completely That's, shit yeah. on mac and cheese today, which I mean, which so let me say this, uh, Raymond, our other friend, uh, my other friend, um, he sent me that Matthew Judon quote, who said that mac and cheese is trash and it needs to be taken off of the Thanksgiving table. Uh, Raymond was uh, viciously upset and sent, I don't know six messages in a row about about how um he's tripping and needs to be drug tested i saw him post this post on facebook he's like he must not have a family that cooked for him growing up (laughs) (laughs) oh all right so to finish this up we've got two i never i never got i never got to finish the I I mean I'm not a huge mac and cheese guy, so I'm an ice pack. Unless it's got to be a really good cheese to noodle ratio. If it's if it's like real real cheesy, especially baked, like you said, then yeah, I'll put that on my plate. I'm uh yeah I'm heat padding it as well. It's uh my favorite dish throughout the year, so it doesn't get as big of a play on my Thanksgiving plate just because there's so much more, but. It's for sure going on there. I just read that Matthew Judon quote. That's funny. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of with him. It's literally just cheese and noodles. They're like shitty, like generic, like bland noodles and yeah, mac and cheese. I'm not a well, you I'm not a craft right? mac and yeah. cheese guy yeah. or whatever it is. No, no, I'm not. Well, well, we're not talking about craft. We're talking about baked in the oven. But yeah, yeah. They, hey, they both serve a purpose. 
Yeah. Two different two different dishes, but they both serve a purpose. <laughs> I actually didn't mind that Cheetos mac and cheese, but it's so fucking terrible for you. Like, I'd rather eat something else much better. That oh, oops. Um, I haven't even. I'm drinking a carbonated water thing. All right. Um, <clears throat> cut that. We're gonna do fuck Mary kill with. Uh, two rounds of it. So, first round of this is fuck, Mary, kill, dinner rolls, croissants, biscuits, and this is with Thanksgiving dinner. So, it's a Thanksgiving dinner. Fuck, Mary, kill. Uh, Danny, you go first. Um, this is this one's tough because there's so many different kinds of like rolls or different kinds of biscuits. I'm gonna say. I'll probably marry the biscuit and fuck a croissant. And so I guess I'm killing that dinner roll. I don't really yeah. have a good I don't really have a good reason for any of that. That's just what I picked. Yeah, I'm gonna So I'm definitely fucking croissants because I, I do like that uh buttery buttery flavor around um but then between dinner rolls and biscuits for Thanksgiving dinner, that's a tough, tough one. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill dinner rolls as well and marry, marry biscuits just because uh biscuit with the gravy and stuff it, it's it's a touch better, but that it is a as a tough one. So Jimmy, what what are you doing in this situation? Tough because uh you mentioned the big family get together, but we only have ever had dinner rolls early. Maybe croissants, uh, croissants a few times, but never biscuits. So, just for the sake, I'm gonna kill the biscuit. Although, it's not how I reflect outside of my meal. <laughs> uh, I'm probably gonna, well, fuck the croissant because that, you know, sounds like a, a good time. But the dinner rolls, I'll marry them. You know, they're loyal. They're smart. <laughs> uh, but it has to be the, like, fluffy, uh, soft dinner roll. I don't want any of that, like, super dense-ass, like you're biting right. into a fucking potato-like dinner roll. Yeah, it's got to have um, some cushion on it. And croissants are easy to fuck because they're already kind of shaped like a penis. Oh, really? Your penis isn't shaped like a croissant? Uh, I, Is that I just it, me? It's easy to fuck two penises? Well, no, the croissant is... Pe- I didn't say it was a... I said it was penis-shaped, so your penis could fit into the croissant, The you know. <laughs> north to South Pole there. Uh, all right, moving on to... Dessert, uh, we have fuck, Mary kill, pumpkin pie, apple pie, pecan pie. Uh, let's keep it the same. Da- Danny, what are your pie uh, options here? Huge pumpkin pie guy here. Pumpkin pie could have a dick, and I'd still be all about it. Uh, I'm marrying that pumpkin pie, especially with a nice scoop of vanilla ice cream. Uh, I'm going to fuck that warm apple pie. I'll, I'll even put ice cream on that as well. Uh, I definitely love some apple pie, but that's just my side hoe. Pumpkin pie is my my main thing. 
So I'm killing that pecan pie. Yeah, I, I tried to think of a better option than pecan pie, maybe like blueberry or uh, peach peach cobbler I was going to put in there, but I'm, I'm killing pecan pie. I'm going to fuck pumpkin pie because I do like it, but apple pie takes the edge for me, so I'm going to marry apple pie. And I accidentally bought a four-pound apple pie at Sam's Club for just Teresa and I. So we have too much pie. So maybe some of it will just be for fucking, and then we can, the other pie will be for eating. <laughs> There's plenty of pie to go around at our household this Thanksgiving. Jimmy, what do you got for pies? I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to uh, agree with your uh, pie take. Uh, killing pecan pie. Uh, it's it's just one of those things I've never had too much of. So it doesn't really make its rounds. Uh, definitely fucking pumpkin because it's it's like my uh, sneaky link of the holiday season. You know, I don't think about it much throughout the year, but Thanksgiving rolls around. I'm definitely grabbing me a piece. And then the apple, you know, marrying the apple. Just the always there for you. Yeah. All right, that was good. Ha happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. I hope you enjoyed all your sides and all your leftovers as you're listening to this. Oh, hold on, oh. hold on. I got, oh. I got one question for you guys before we move off this uh, Thanksgiving food debate. You go, okay, lay out the scenario here for you guys. You go, oh make your plate. Are your, is everything touching? Are you mixing? Or do you get, you get the guys that have to keep it separate? on your plate you can't be um, having your sides intermingle my my stuff's all touching and smeared together i wouldn't say mine is smeared together it's definitely uh cuddling up against one another i will put like i will put the turkey on the stuffing or on the uh mashed potatoes like i'll do the turkey on one of the sides but all the sides are kind of touching each other next door to each other they're nut to butt if you will yeah I, i'm i'm a, i'm i will take like bites of different stuff at the same time and just yeah. kind of get that whole yeah. that right whole there. flavor that's, flavor yeah, smoothie in your mouth too. Yeah. Yeah. we're all we're all on the same uh logistics yeah. of, of i've just seen the tiktok and they're sending around like those serving dishes and like oh this is the perfect plate because it all has like the little compartments and i'm like nah fuck that throw it all on there it's all going to the same place <laughs> all right good <laughs> all right well let's just roll right into everyone's favorite segment soccer draw of the week last week you knew it was going to be a loser because i accidentally gave it out a week early that was lazo and juventus juventus won comfortably two nil uh danny what did you have and what do you got? Uh, yes, technically mine hit last week because uh, I told you guys pre-podcast when when these soccer games are bet, uh, you bet win, lose, or draw for the 90 minutes. Um, but since it was an MLS playoff game, it went to extra time. Um, but since it was draw, a draw after the 90 minutes, I, I technically hit. Uh, unless if you're betting the draw that would have hit if you're betting which team advances it's different because there's no option for a draw but this week i'm going to stick with mls i got uh colorado rapids and the portland timbers 
Uh, three of their last five matchups have been a draw. They're both in the top four of the West. That's a, that's an easy 1-1 draw. I couldn't think of anything more American to do on Thanksgiving <laughs> than to watch soccer end in a tie. Colorado Rapids, Portland Timbers, 1-1 draw Thanksgiving Day. Is uh, Caleb Porter still coached Portland? Uh, he he's in. Uh, doesn't he coach the crew now? I thought he. I think he went oh, coach the crew when uh, when uh, what's his face does. left when Bearhalter left for the Emma, the national team. Yeah, Caleb Porter, the Columbus crew, graced graced the Akron Zips with a national title. No big deal. And and uh, won a title with Portland prior to going to Columbus. Yeah. And then uh, won a title in Columbus last year. He's he's well, maybe money, he money should man. be the U.S. men's coach. Well, Bear Halter's got a got a good thing going, so we'll we'll see how that. How, Caleb Porter's next in line. He's vice vice coach. He's next. Uh, yeah, uh, I have Aston Villa versus Crystal Palace. I feel like any time any of the years past, I've looked at the. Scoreboard and Aston Villa and Crystal Palace have ended in a draw. They're two teams that are just equally mediocre. They will draw. Maybe nil nil even. Nah, they'll they'll Chris Chris they'll score one 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 or two two. Um, what what that what's next, Danny? What do we got? Next, we have the LGBTQIA plus player of the week. Another tough week here. The Raiders are really reeling, dealing with uh, all the, you know, all the non-game issues, the outside of the game issues that they've got going on. But uh, pretty good performance last week from Carl Nassib. I got to go with my Penn State guy. Four tackles, tackle for loss, was out there. You know, one of his better day, what better games of the year? Uh, good game from Carl Nassib, despite the result. Uh, LGBTQIA plus player of the week, Carl Nassib. Yeah, and tight end guru. Uh, oh, and they play. Well, he would have played twice between our two podcasts because of the Thursday game. So he's the del- the two time in one week LGBTQIA plus player of the week. Wait, well, is this is this coming out? When's this coming out? Thanksgiving Day? No, set, uh, for, oh, it's still coming Friday. out Friday. Uh, yeah, okay, that's why okay, we yes. covered it. Yeah, I gotcha. So two time. LGBTQI two double double LGBTQI player of the week Carl Nassib. Excellent uh, and tight end guru. I can't pull up a freaking Sunday slate game in this DraftKings app right now. I'm like an old man trying to. Oh, there it is. Okay, well I already know Gronk. He's he's back. Uh, Tom Brady's definitely going to want to get him some touches. And so Gronk's a pretty easy play there, forty four hundred, right? Same price. Pat Fryermuth, uh, Ebron is definitely out for the rest of the season now, uh, needing knee surgery, and also right in that price range. No fan, my guy. Uh, all three of those guys are right there in that forty three hundred dollar range. So spread those three around in your lineups. Um, oh, and the. The last three last week I picked, uh, I don't think any of them scored a touchdown. <laughs> I told you guys to parlay all three to score a touchdown, and none none of them scored a touchdown. But that's the way it goes sometimes. <laughs> Tight end guru. 
And that brings us to our greasy gambling picks. We all went two, we all went one and two, including Wiggs, our guest last week. They did well in Vegas. Their picks did not uh, go so great. So this week for our Thanksgiving challenge, you have to draw a hand turkey. And while you're drawing the hand turkey and hold it up, you got to say, I'm a stupid turkey, a big fat stupid turkey. And then um, then shove the hand turkey up your butt. All right, my picks are BYU minus six and a half. They are at USC. USC's having the wonky year with their interim coach. Uh, I don't know if they're bowl game eligible or not. I don't think so. BYU seems to be uh, playing for a lot more. Um, six and a half, that touchdown cover. It is in USC, but I do like I like BYU there on the road. Next, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers plus four and a half at the Bengals. We obviously had like our worst game of the year against the Bengals earlier in the season. So I know Pittsburgh's out for revenge. They do well as underdogs typically. And we do seem to usually split with the AFC North rival teams. So I, I do like Pitt in that plus four and a half spot. Maybe not to win, but to cover. And my lock of the week is the South Carolina Gamecocks. They are getting 11 and a half points at home against Clemson. I live, I triangulate the Columbia, Clemson, and where I live uh, of South Carolina. Not a very big state, probably half the size of Ohio. Um, Gamecocks, they're, they're playing decent football there's no reason they should be they should lose to a a very poor clemson team by double digits what do you got danny there's a lot of picks i like this week having tough tough time narrowing them down um so let's we'll get into it I'm, i'm gonna go we'll start with the turkey day games this one really seems like a trap line i don't know why but uh going college football on thanksgiving we have the egg bowl mississippi at mississippi state uh mississippi state's a one and a half point favorite i have no idea i have no idea why it's probably a trap line so i'm probably gonna get screwed but uh old miss came through for me last time they were my lock i think they win this one um, I'm also gonna go. So that's that's my lock. Lock it in. Go Rebels. Go Lane Kiffin. Mississippi plus one and a half. Uh, stick with the college for the second pick. I got Kansas State plus three at Texas. Um, Texas is reeling right now. I, I they're just bad. Kansas State is a much better team, especially without Bijan Robinson. Um. I'm not sure why Texas is uh is favored here. That's a weird line. Yeah. yeah I, I mean Texas really... Texas is the superior team as far as, you know, talent, but Kansas State's definitely the the better team. I hope this is I've always had a sweet spot for Kansas State since uh since Darren Sproles was there when I was a little kid. So I hope this isn't just an emotional bet, but I think K State really really no, I'm gonna roll with you on that one. Covering. 
And yeah. then, uh, yeah, so my, my third pick, I'm going to go Buffalo Bills at the Saints on Thanksgiving. Um, Buffalo's minus six. I think they, they've been inconsistent the past couple of weeks. Um, got embarrassed last week, so I think they really come out and turn it around against the Saints team that is just absolutely depleted by now. If uh, if Kamara ends up playing, I probably won't like this pick anymore. But um, I'm going to go Buffalo minus six. But since two of those are, are Thanksgiving Day ones, if, if someone out there wants to fade me, I'll give you a couple more. These don't count for the thing, but I, I agree with Steve. I like Pitt plus four and a half. I don't know the last time we've been swept by the Bengals, so if we get TJ Watt, Joe Hayden, Minka back, the defense will be beefed up a little bit. Hopefully they'll stop since he could not stop the Chargers. And then uh, I also like Boise State. Oh, they're they're two and zero for me this year when I've when I've made them my picks. Boise State minus two and a half at San Diego State. Despite San Diego State being the ranked team, Boise State's going to win that one big. Like I said earlier, they're they're still kings of the Mountain West despite having a tough schedule this year. All right, and Jimmy, what do you have for picks? Yeah, so I'm going to go with the Chargers over the Denver Broncos at negative, uh, negative, minus two and a half points. I think they're going to start rolling again, and I don't think that'll be an issue for them to cover. Uh, Colts and the Buccaneers, it's in Indy. Uh, I'm going to take Indy plus the three points. I think they're going to start rolling here. Uh, as well and then i'm just gonna take the titans plus six over the patriots i think there's a little hype on titans had a bad game patriots had a couple good games i think uh tennessee's gonna cover that That's yeah, not, not bad i don't hate those um all right so hope you Finish strong your your Thanksgiving weekend here. And if nothing else, stay healthy, America. <laughs>